and welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so happy to hang out with you and talk about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Hooray. Uh, we start off with news every week. We have a little bit of news. Me, Lauren, will be on an Instagram live on Saturday, April 23rd with Radical Threads because I'm going to be in their newest issue. Uh, my yarns are going to be in there. Um you know, crochet design, which I actually haven't seen yet. I'm really excited too, but I encourage you to hop on over to, um, radical threads, Instagram on Saturday, 23rd and join in on the live. It'll be midday generally, you know, a little earlier on the West coast, a little later on the East coast, you know how it is. Nice. Yeah. And so you're going to get to see a lot of the dyers and designers that have been featured in the radical threads magazine. Yes, and Shabha of Serendipitous Wool, who we have interviewed on our Patreon, yeah. will also be in there. Yeah, Shabha's really nice. I enjoy talking with her quite a bit. Great. Well, neither of us finished anything this week, which means we can jump right into what we've been knitting. What have you been knitting on, Emily? Um, I have some, some sock progress on my vanilla socks because I worked on mm-hmm. them at uh, Crafty Supermarket, which mm-hmm. we had a podcast fan come say hi to me at Crafty Supermarket. I forgot to ask your name, but thank you for coming to say hi. That was cool. Friend. Hi, friend. So I was working on this sock. Oh, yeah. Your Felici socks. My Felici socks. That is almost a finished sock. Yeah, it is a man's sock, so it has a little bit to go on the foot. But this mm-hmm. is my various shades of blue with a little pastel pink and a yellow and orangey red stripe socks. Very careful. Uh, this ball of Felici. <laughs> so I've already talked about how it's got like these kind of mistake speckles. Well, there was a knot in the yarn and the knot reversed the color sequence when it was tied. It happened right about here, right about after I had picked up the gusset. And I was knitting and then my yarn went from red to blue to red again. And I was like, that's not supposed to happen. So I had to rewind the whole ball. And this was at Crafty Supermarket. So I reround the whole rest of the ball by hand. Uh, you didn't just pull from the other side? It was like pretty like messy. Mm-hmm. So I think if I would have pulled from the other side, it would have like yarn barfed pretty quickly. So I just wound it into a hand wound ball to avoid that problem Mm -hmm. and uh i'm now back on my way but was annoyed about that (laughs) yeah that that sounds very annoying yep but that's that's that sock situation Mm -hmm. i cast on a vanilla knitting project but i've decided at least for the next few months my vanilla knitting is going to be baby hats for my new nibbling that's coming in the summer so i cast on another baby hat Ooh, cute is that leftovers from your sweater it is. This is leftover uh, essence of autumn. I'll link the colorway name in the base because I've forgotten, but it's a superwash merino nylon blend. It's really soft. It is uh, off white with multicolored speckles. And um, I used it in my Nell t- tunic and I really like it. It's just a little vanilla hat. I've done about 30 rows of ribbing and I'm into the vanilla section here and I'm using my little, my little bok choy stitch marker that I got from knit boob. Yeah. So this will be my, my portable post office knitting project. Mm -hmm. What else have you been working on? I have my cotton candy macaron shawl, which is just, Mm -hmm. you know, going at it. 
Good. More waffly slip stitches. Very More pretty. More waffly sti- slip stitches. Um, the rows really are enjoying- getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying seeing everybody's projects in your stories that are made in junk yarn sock set that you're yeah, using. There. It's fun to see. It's really cheerful. Mm-hmm. That like minty aqua is really, really retro. It is. I like really it. Nailed it. Good mm-hmm. job, junk yarn. Yeah, it's a good, good color. And then I've also worked just a little bit on my Tanuvial Luthien socks. Mm-hmm. Um just a You're couple. on sock number two. I'm on sock number two. I'm into the color work, just trucking along on that color work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the main thinking project I'm working on now to try and get these done. It's also my main thinking project. Yeah, you have almost a whole sock. Hey, I how'd do. the heel I... go? Real good. Real good. I thought... I thought you'd figured out a clever way so I didn't have to cut the yarn for the heel, but you do have to cut the yarn for the heel. You do. Yeah. It's okay. There there was no way to not figure it out, I think. Right. Because of the color work to not color work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really good though. Um, I am into the color work on the foot. I've started that. Uh, I've been really enjoying it. I definitely had some really nice time yesterday, which was 420. Uh, sitting out on my deck on my bench listening to fellowship of the ring working on this i like yours but i like my i like my grungy version that's okay i like both of them yeah i think they're really good we'll have to you'll have to bring them to my home and we can take a little footy picture these aren't gonna i don't think these are gonna fit my feet they're gonna they're big oh yeah i'm doing the size large oh yeah that's right (laughs) <laughs> but I will bring them and we can like take photos. We can take laid out photos of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really good. I'm really enjoying the um don't let Christian wear them. The project. No, I will not. I, I might not even see him between now and then. <laughs> it's I, I think this will like come out a little more in the blocking, but in the sections where it's just a, it's like the transition sections, it's almost kind of like ribbing. It is. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It won't be that way on the foot. It'll lay flat, mm-hmm. but it's just so nice. I really, I've been really digging this and I've definitely, since it's 80, I'm doing the 80 stitch one, the largest size. I'm definitely a big fan of these little stoppers on my yeah. teeny tiny uh, nine inch cirques. Those are cute. I'm using my little like needle case thingy because mm-hmm. otherwise it does pop off with the. Look how pretty this gusset is though. I'm aware of oh, it's nice. I know you designed it, <laughs> but I wanted to show you how nice the gusset you designed in. It's just thank you. I think the elves would be pleased at the symmetry. Symmetry is not the right word. Just like the cohesiveness of it all. Mm-hmm. I think the the self striping looks real good. It does. I do say so mm-hmm. myself. This is all in my yarn. Emily is working with my BFL high twist BFL base. I'm working with my matte sock base. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really good project. And I think you all are going to like it a lot. Tote. Totes make goats. God, we are did, so old. I know. Did the foot instructions make sense to you for like how, when to start yes. the color work? Cool. I was worried about that. It, but also since I don't have a distinct uh, wearer in mind for these, I just did the gusset chart and then went into the color work. I was like, that'll be about right for somebody. Mm-hmm. I'll find somebody who likes Lord of the Rings and has feet that get these. 
Yeah. Oh, color work is so fun. I love it. Thank you for designing this. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. And then the only other thing I've been working on is my northeasternly blanket, which is sitting in my lap. I have eight full rows. Wow, it's so big. (laughs) It is so big. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's huge. I have eight full completed rows. This is it's as long as my couch, and it is a functional lap blanket at this point. Nice. Did you have anything else you were working on? Nope. Okay. So I'll kind of launch kind of into my acquisitions then. Uh, friends have been sending me DK scraps, and like my DK scrap receptacle has been like upgraded into this oh. like, little bin here. Yes, I have received more scraps. This is my scrap bin. I think I have. And this isn't the hand spun that I showed off last week. That's in a separate container. This is all just the commercial stuff. Well, I mean, I can tell some of it's indie dyed, but it's like bringing me joy. I've been knitting on this blanket a ton. And I think I have enough to where this blanket will fit uh, like a twin XL uh, by the time I'm working this all in. I don't think it will fit a full size bed. I made it the length of a full size bed, but just keep working on it. Yeah. Super enjoyable. I acquired DK scraps from friends. And you sent me something. I did. You sent me marshmallows from Exo Marshmallow, which seems to be a woman-owned company. It makes delicious marshmallows. You also sent me a Jabba the Hutt marshmallow for May the 4th, which I greedily consumed. <laughs> was it good? Well. It was tasty. Yeah. I, I really enjoy um, not like small business marshmallows i don't enjoy like bagged marshmallows from the i mean i like bagged marshmallows from the grocery store yeah but handmade marshmallows are like delicious yeah handmade marshmallows are the tits that one of the ones that emily sent me was essentially like a small donut shaped marshmallow that just goes on the top of your hot drinks and i had it in a cup of cocoa oat milk cocoa oh my god it's so good highly recommend xo marshmallows Mm -hmm. i'm really stoked to try this little s'mores kit and it comes with graham crackers and chocolate and the handmade vanilla marshmallow yeah their graham crackers are really good they're homemade and gluten-free too nice did you acquire anything this week i did i got some things at the crafty supermarket Mm, show me show me i got this little pin a little ice cream cone from pop rocket creations that it looks like it's Mm -hmm. a little like neon sign um Mm -hmm. and it is glow in the dark Nice. Which is cool. Uh, have you tested it out? I have. Yeah, it glows. <laughs> Emily's testing it out as we speak. And uh, it they are the people who design the like graphic design stuff for Crafty Supermarket. And they do like the tote bag and stuff. So I got mm-hmm. that from them. I got mm-hmm. this crazy little raccoon sticker. That's great. I love it. He looks real angry. Brick draw. Yeah, he's like Mm -hmm. yelling into the void with his little raccoon head. Um, Yeah, it's a little glowing eyes, like how they look when you shine a light on their little demon faces. He had assorted really nice raccoon-based stickers. There were like little raccoons that were like being little foraging adventures. And yeah. Were were there any possums? There weren't any possums. I absolutely would have gotten you a possum sticker, but there weren't any possums. (laughs) Um, Don't even... I don't know why it's become a thing. Like, I don't think they're, they're cute, but I just enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were, they were very like 
they're kind of like why you enjoy the possums though like all of his raccoons were making like those like kind of crazed expressions mm-hmm. um which was fun he should draw a possum I got this magnet. My friend Liz is coming to visit me and she kind of collects cool magnets and has them all over Mm -hmm. her fridge. So I got this room from Scott Mills Art um, and Mm -hmm. it's one of his paintings. It's a little gnome bear surrounded by it's real cute. Small gnomes. He does like cute, cute bear fantasy illustrations. It's very he's a very egg shaped bear Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a little piece of wood tank. Mm hmm. Hank the Tank was a local South Lake Tahoe bear who was very fat and charged with breaking into many homes. But genetic testing that apparently my podunk town can afford for bears uh, (laughs) determined that Hank the Tank's crimes were committed by several bears. And that's Mm. South Lake Tahoe news. Nice. I love it. And then I also got this from Black Market, Mm -hmm. which is a solid perfume brand. Ooh. Interesting. So I got this one. It's called Reed, and they're all named after people in her life. Hmm. Mm. It smells good. I just breathed in deep like I could smell it. Thank you. I'm glad. I don't know if the description <laughs> of the smell is in this little box. No, I don't think so. I think it was uh, vanilla and citrusy and, oh, no, maybe mm. it is in here. No, it's not. Uh, vanilla, citrus, and like sandalwood kind of smells. Is the texture like a lotion bar? It's like of, or like wax ish. Mm, neat. Yeah. So it smells good. She had a few different scents. I can't decide if it's triggering my scent allergies now that I have like smelled it a few times. So it might become a present for a human. Uh, <laughs> but I would just like I like to buy things at. Uh, festivals mm-hmm. there people are nice to support small makers and she was super cool black woman owned business uh with Fantastic. really awesome handmade solid perfumes awesome mm-hmm. well speaking of things that smell nice i mm-hmm. guess we can jump into occult corner which is this week's topic is possibly the most floral holiday on the witch's wheel of the year we're going to talk about beltane yay beltane happens on may 1st generally slash the evening leading into may 1st um Mm -hmm. it is a cross-quarter festival between the spring equinox and the summer solstice and yeah it's a gaelic may day Mm -hmm. it's exactly six months away from halloween Mm -hmm. it's the two the and in like the I guess in the neo-pagan stuff, I can really only attest to because I don't know too much about, you know, Celtic history or anything, but they're, those are both days like equal distance from each other in the year where like time and space is most liminal. Those are both like Beltane and Sawin are like the most liminal days where Mm -hmm. you can contact others Mm -hmm. who aren't on our normal plane of existence. Yes. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, um, one of the four most important Gaelic festivals with Sawain, Imolk, Beltane, and uh, Ludnisab. And I think we've talked about all of them except for this one. Have we talked about mm. Ludnisab? I don't remember. I don't know. We've talked about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it marks the beginning of the summer season. Nice. Mm-hmm. And our first recorded knowledge of it that we have that was written down was written by Cormac who was a bishop and he was king of Munster 
and he was killed in 908. Hmm. And he describes how cattle were driven between two bonfires on Beltane night as a means of protecting them from disease uh, before they went out into the summer pastures. Yes. And it's very much a fire associated holiday. Mm-hmm. Many of the holidays in the witches wheel of the year are celebrated with bonfires, but I think this is like the peak of horny season and like very, the spring bonfire one. Yes. Very fiery. Uh, I was even seeing some stuff in my Googling about how some of the sites where traditionally like in Ireland, where these bonfires take place are like predate the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked all, um, as someone, uh, as a household who eats with wood, I like all the fire traditions because it's very applicable to me. I was noticing they were saying that everybody would douse all their fires in their house, their hearth, their candles, everything, and wait for the big fire on the hill to go up first. And then everybody would relight their fires with the Beltane bonfire fire. That's and it cool. was kind of like a purifying, like kind of reset your hearth sort of a seasonal change, which mm-hmm. I thought was super cool. I am going to do that. I, I've only started celebrating pagan holidays recently, but last year I had a little wood fire out at my barbecue in my backyard and danced around it and such, but I will definitely be sure to clean out my firebox and restart it with the new Beltane fire. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So these bonfires would be on hills um, so that it would be easy to see them from around the different villages and farms and stuff. And the bonfire was supposed to like draw the power of the sun uh, to try and like cleanse and renew the community. Um, And like I said, the cows were getting cleansed by the fires too. So both the humans and the animals were getting cleansed uh, Mm -hmm. after being dark and wintry indoors. Mm -hmm. There were other festive festivities like maypole dances and, uh, cutting flowers, baskets of flowers, various plant-based decorations too. Yeah. Lots of fertility stuff. Um, many like ancient cultures had the progression of the year as the, as, um, the progression of like a goddess going from like youth to like maturity to old age. It's just a common thing. Uh, trend in myth- mythology but this time represents like the maiden in her like full fertility and like maturity yeah mm-hmm. yeah and in the personification of the wheel of the year when we talk about like what the god and goddess are doing at various times they're currently married and like getting down to business to make a baby mm-hmm. so peak horny season Right. And that is all aspects as, you know, just interpersonal horniness with you or partner or partners. It could be the fertility of like the land and the garden, uh, things you're cultivating or just in nature, things out there doing it themselves. And uh, it could also just be your ideas and your thoughts and intentions, just the best yeah. part about paganism. You yeah. Pick. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. But yeah, it's a time in the woods. (laughs) It's a time to honor life and celebrate growth in many different forms. I have some altar decoration ideas written down if you would like. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, please. Flowers. uh, Of course. Crowns, flower crowns. You can Mm -hmm. make a little mini maypole if you desire. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bee themed things. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
and uh, candles to represent the bonfires. Also bright colors, mm-hmm. bright springy colors, mm-hmm. your various Ribbons. floral colors, your pinks, your purples, your blues. Mm-hmm. Something that I thought was interesting about it being kind of like a liminal time and around Samhain. And like, you see this with like uh, paganism as well as in like Catholic mythology with uh, All Saints Day and All Souls Day around that, that little chunk of time the veil is thin and people associate that with ancestors and the dead, but it kind of seems like with Beltane, which is, you know, exactly six months apart in the year, the veil is thin between like us and the Fae. Yes. Not super as associated with ancestors and humans who have passed, but more with like the Fae and the supernatural. And so a lot of the um, ancient traditions involve leaving out offerings to offerings to the fae to leave your stuff alone there's also a strong association with dairy that's a lot of the things like with the cows too, blessing the cows to ensure that the milk is good and your dairy products you know do their happy fermenting thing the right way Mm -hmm. uh dairy was important to gaelic people (laughs) it's it's really good i i enjoy cheese so much Mm -hmm. yes yes yeah do you have any plans for your beltane celebrations I am going to be in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, doing outdoor music festival stuff. That's uh, pretty Beltane. Yeah, it's pretty Beltane. Uh, so I, I'll be like in a seething mass of probably kind of horny people. Um, mm-hmm. So that that counts. I, I won't be able to have any fires because I'll be in an Airbnb uh, mm-hmm. and at a place where fire is strongly discouraged, an outdoor music festival. Um, but yes. I'm sure I'll be around assorted people partaking in various herbs that may or may not be on fire. Uh, right. The name of the <laughs> festival is the Sweetwater Forest. 420 fest and snoop dog will be there so Excellent. yes if there's any holiday that's about getting schwasty outside it is this one yes and something how we talked about previously uh is directional stuff we talked about diosel and wittershins being clockwise and counterclockwise mm-hmm. something that i did last year i think i'm going to keep doing is a little bonfire and you're supposed to go around it clockwise to invoke things so that's something we can all incorporate. You know, if you're just, you know, at an outdoor music festival with your itty bitty fire, you can just turn around clockwise and think about what you want to bring into your life. Blessings you want to confer on mm-hmm. the land and your family and loved ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Super fun. Is that all we had to talk about for Beltane? I think so. Great. Well, if you guys are celebrating, like, let us know on Instagram or or whatnot, send us a comment. Tell us about your belt. What if you're going to do anything for Beltane? Uh, we don't have any promotion this week. So I think that about wraps it up for us. If you're looking to find us anywhere around on the internets, just head on over to fibercoven.com. That will link you over to Emily's merch and patterns. It will link you to my yarn. It'll link you to our Instagram and our Patreon, which we'd love to have you join in. We have a cool bunch and also our show notes. If you want to hear more about anything we mentioned in the show, it'll all be linked over on fibercoven.com. Thanks for hanging out with us, friends, and we'll see you next week. Keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.